Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Chicago Audible podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up to date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, and welcome to another episode of the Chicago Audible Podcast. I'm your host for today's show, Nicholas Moriano, here to give you another recap of what happened today at Bears training camp, day 10 already. And just to set the scene here, what was this practice like? The Bears were practicing on the first two fields today. So right when you go to Hallis Hall, the first fields you're going to see. And, you know, I think the turnout was a lot better than what I've been seeing at Bears training camp. I think as the days have kind of gone on, we've seen more and more fans show up to these training camp practices, which is awesome to see, um, especially since Bourbon A, you know, you would get thousands upon thousands of people showing up consistently each day. You're not going to get those numbers, obviously, at Hallis Hall, but it is nice to see that, you know, people are showing up to these training camp practices. And also what happened today Got to meet Mason West for the first time in person. So uh, he was part of the credential media, which is awesome for him. But it was just awesome getting to, one, watch practice with Mason and, you know, just getting to meet him. I forget sometimes that, you know, being on the podcast. Same with Will when I first jumped on, um, you know, being a part of, you know, all of this is that, yeah, we, we usually don't even see each other in person for the first time. It's always online. So great to watch practice with Mason and just kind of see – you know what he's thinking what he's seeing out there and just getting to meet him but actually i want to start off with what mason kind of saw in this practice because we couldn't get him uh, on to do do the podcast right now but i just wanted to make sure we get some of his observations and just standouts that he saw throughout his first bears training camp practice that he saw this year and when he first noticed of course with that you know physical therapy background he's like where are the guys who aren't practicing what are they doing sees tevin jenkins on the bike and Man, Tevin, Tevin was on that bike for a good amount of time just trying to, you know, get back into the swing of things. But he was over at the side. There's a bunch of guys who weren't, you know, obviously practicing, one being Roquan Smith. You also saw Josh Woods over there. A bunch of the guys that weren't practicing doing some medicine ball work, whether they're throwing it and then doing push-ups on it. So, again, Mason was really keying in on that. But he also wanted to see, well, how is Tariq Cohen looking? And it was really where I noticed it, I think, the most was at the family fest practice at soldier field where you just saw Tariq cohen and obviously coming off that acl injury something just doesn't look right in how he's walking he looks like he's bulked up for sure but how he's walking and just how he's like kind of running from maybe one 
side of the practice to the other. It just doesn't look right. And Mason put, and you know, these are his words because he obviously knows a lot more in this area than I ever will. But he said that Tariq had a lot of midfoot strike instead of uh, hindfoot stri- strike and reduced step length. So. You know, for people who who know more about that, take that for what it is. But that's coming from somebody who does this professionally, and that's what he's noticing just from how Tree Cohen's kind of walking and moving out there. But yeah, I think it was really at the Family Fest when I was there, just looking at Tree Cohen. Just something, it there there's still work to be done for him to see the football field and get in action. Um, but that's kind of you know just something that I definitely want to mention up front here. And then before we get into what actually happened in the practice, I want to give a few shout-outs to some of the people that we met. Scott, who is a longtime listener of the podcast, came up to Mason and I while we were watching practice. Just wanted to say hi and that, you know, one obviously has been someone who's been watching and listening to Will, Brandon, Mason, and I, who have been doing this for a while now. So shout-out to Scott. And also Richard and his girlfriend, who I gave the extra tickets that I had for today's practice to. Got to meet them as well. You know, I was walking out of the practice ready to go to the press conferences after practice. So really cool to meet uh, those people. I also saw Greg Braggs. i uh, been seeing him a lot lately. He's always at practice. Always good to see him. Um, but that's really just, uh, again, setting the scene. What was it like there? Pretty hot day for sure. But, you know, I, I like when Will was here, he's like, man, Nick, you're going to talk about the cloud cover. I love the clouds there. I, I've been getting, like, super tan just being at these practices. But anytime it's cloud cover, MVP goes up to the clouds all right let's start this off this this podcast and this recap a little bit differently and that uh, i'm going to put it up in different sections we'll start with the starting team offense and just to tell you who was a part of that starting offense starting with the offensive line all right so you have left tackle arlington hambright left guard cody whitehair center sam mustafer right guard Dieter Eastland and right tackle Alex Bars. So that's what the Bears were working with up front for today's practice. And who knows how much longer, considering all the guys that have been out are still out. So we'll see what happens there. But yeah, Alex Bars is a guy that's been on at the tackle position, guard, left and right side. That guy's just jumping around like it's his his job. And really, right now it is because of how many guys have been out. So take that that's the offensive line for the starting off for the offense and now imagine what this you know defense is going to do to them so i mean the first couple of plays in this team period what the bears started with you you get an alec ochiltree starts off the defense with a tip pass at tip pass at the line of scrimmage already starting things off then a few plays later he would have had a sack and then there's another tip pass at the line of scrimmage um so, I mean, this it did, and that was like the second team unit. And there was obviously bits and pieces where the first team's also practicing against them. But when you have an offensive line that's missing, what, three of their starting, three starters? Yeah, I think it's almost to be expected what's going to happen with this unit. Uh, one thing that I did see, I guess a positive note, uh, Khalil Herbert was getting... Dave Montgomery was off to the side for a little bit, but Khalil Herbert was out there getting some reps with the ones, which was incur- which was nice to see. And he had a really nice spin move on Angelo Blackson. Um, Herbert was also in this practice a primary returner when the Bears would do team periods. After the Bears' offense would go three and out or not get to the first down, it would be Khalil Herbert, also the guy 
getting the primary punt returns in that team period. Not to say that he is just the number one punt returner, but he was the guy that mainly was doing that. Now going to the second team offense, obviously with Justin Fields, and I noticed throughout this practice what the Bears would do. He did not rep really with the first team offense. What the Bears did for a play is they left the starting offensive line, the guys I just mentioned, Hambright, Whitehair, Musfer, Eastland, and Bars out there for a play, and then took them out and then put the reserves back out there to, to run the offense with the back of wide receivers and things like that. But still, you saw a lot of the same thing that you were seeing with the first team offense against now now the first the second team offense will go against the first team defense, and you just saw guys just making plays like there was uh, there was Travis Gibson who would have had a sack, there was Xavier Crawford coming off the edge who would have had a sack. There's just not a lot of success in these team drills. There was also Cleo Mack who was in the backfield. Artavius Pierce was a running back at the time, wouldn't have stood a chance. Then there's a play, the very next play, Jeremiah Tachu, obviously a new outside linebacker that the Bears acquired. He would have had a tackle. He did have a tackle for a loss on Artavius Pierce. So Tavius Pierce behind that offensive line just wasn't having a good day early on. And then there was a really nice pass rush rep from Travis Gibson, like I mentioned earlier, versus Tyrone Wheatley Jr. So not a lot of opportunities for you know these offenses to even have much success in the beginnings of practice just because of where the defense is at and you gotta when you look at the offensive line the starters and then obviously it's gonna get worse from there there just wasn't there wasn't much room for to have success and the bears did go live a couple of times throughout this practice there was a four minute live period but there were live segments where there was tackling there was wrapping up and the defense, for the most part, in the team periods, took advantage and was able to win those those team settings. Uh, but like I said, there weren't a lot of plays that worked in team settings, but there is one, one that stands out. It was Justin Fields with that second team unit. The pocket is collapsing. He escapes and starts to run left. And there he's running left, and he throws his sidearm-like pass. Patrick Mahomes-like. And there's actually a video on it right now. Someone commented on the tweet that I did of the play, so you guys can see it yourselves. But running left, throwing slightly right to Riley Ridley in the end zone for a touchdown. And that's where you, you see like the, the glimpses and the flashes and just things that you know not every quarterback can really do. But Justin Fields has a, has a natural, I guess, feel for that, right? Just he felt the pocket collapsing even though – Look, you have to. There's a halo around the quarterback in these practices, of course, but recognize, hey, collapsing. Let me roll left, extend the play, throw right to Riley Ridley in a spot that where he can catch the ball, touchdown. So, like I said, not a lot of, not a lot of successful plays, but that's one that definitely stands out in terms of you know the offense and team settings actually having success. And now moving on to the seven on seven period where. You know, this is, I would say, always is going to go advantage offense for the most part, where you don't have to deal with that pass rush, which when the Bears had it in the team settings, most plays weren't were going to be completed. So now in the 7-on-7 seven seven period, you saw the quarterbacks actually completing some passes. Uh, we'll start with Andy Dalton. He found Jimmy Graham in the end zone. Deion Bush was in coverage. And unfortunately for Bush, he actually went out of practice 
right in the very beginning in that team setting, he collided with Cole Komet coming to make a, a tackle on him. And Cole Komet's a big dude, and Deion Bush definitely felt it. So he was shaking up early in practice, but he was able to get back out there. And, you know, a few plays after just, you know, coming back, he has to defend Jimmy Graham, and he's able to catch a touchdown in the end zone. And I don't know if it's with this entire offense or specifically Jimmy Graham, but he loves to punt the football, like, right afterwards. And we all know he likes to dunk, but now he's adding, like, a little little punt, uh, at, you know, after he catches a touchdown. So maybe we'll see that in the regular season. Uh, Andy, Dalton, Andy Dalton also had a really, really good throw to Darnell Mooney. It was a back shoulder throw in the end zone, just perfect timing between Mooney and Dalton. Matt, I, I say this every time I see one of those type of throws from Dalton, those anticipatory throws, knowing exactly when Mooney's going to turn back to look, just knowing how to read the coverage and everything working in sync. That was a really good one. There was also, though, I mentioned his name earlier, Alec Ogletree, picked off Andy Dalton again, and this time in the 7-on-7 seven seven period. Alec Ogletree, and I think I'll just kind of go on a quick tangent on this, has made plays. And it happened very first play in team settings today, batting down the pass. But he's had an interception in every single practice in different settings, whether it's seven on seven or team. The guy has been making plays and stepped up. Roquan Smith did not practice today, um, dealing with that groin injury. So he stepped in. He was with that first first team unit alongside Danny Trevathan. And he's also trickled in into the other team uh, drills as well. But Alec Ogletree making plays getting interceptions it, just get used to it at this point because that's all he's done so far since he has been acquired and been on this bears team we'll go to justin fields now in the seven on seven period because i think he was throwing he had a lot of connections with a bunch of different players throughout this period he had some touchdown passes uh early on in the seven on seven period one to john v. johnson next play right after he connects with john v. johnson he finds jesper horstead for a touchdown also had a really nice throw to Javon Wims in the back right corner of the end zone. Just an accurate pass. Duke Shelley was in coverage. And it, he waited for Javon Wims to kind of do a little double move, then fade to that right corner. Perfect pass. Perfect ball. Touchdown. But there was a, a slight scare, and I, and I didn't see exactly how it happened, but it was in, in one of the team settings where after Fields threw a pass to Jimmy Graham over the middle – you see Fields kind of looking down and grabbing just one his his lower leg, and it, you just see like it like something happened where maybe he stepped on somebody or someone uh, rolled into his leg or whatever may have. I didn't see it, but you could see what happened afterwards. But Justin Fields stayed in; he was fine, and you know hopefully it's just it's nothing. And look, he stayed in for the entire rest of practice, but someone did knock into him. Like I said, there's there is a halo around the quarterback, so. Uh, I think, you know, it's going to happen at some point, but you did see that uh, happen to Justin Fields, and, I, you know, he's fine. And the, the Bears do have a, a day off tomorrow, so if there was anything, I'm sure it would be recovered. But that did happen. That was, like, the slight scare that I have in my notes there. And then there were just some, like, while the Bears were running some of the team settings, simultaneously down on the other end of the field, they were running some one-on-ones, and there was one-on-ones for receivers versus DBs, and then also one-on-ones way off onto the other field, far from like my vantage point, where offensive linemen are going against defensive linemen in the pass blocking and pass rush drills. So I noted down a couple of the the 
court or the well the quarterback's throwing to the receivers going against the DBs, but you know Dalton was picked off by Jalen Johnson in well, it was it was like a two v two kind of thing that they they had going on there. So yeah, Dalton was picked off by Jalen Johnson trying to target you know one of the receivers in the back left corner of the end zone. Jalen Johnson goes up there and gets an interception. But then also on the field on the other side, you have the one on ones with the pass rush and blocking drills. Saw. Jeremiah Tachu had some really good reps against a Tyrone Wheatley Jr. Just won really easily. But then I also saw Wheatley Jr. Just to kind of mention him a little bit more here. He had a nice, really good pass rush rep or pass blocking rep against Travis Gibson, who has been really, I think, just showing all the versatility in terms of the pass rush throughout this entire training camp. So that was really good to see. But really, guys, I think what this off or what I saw today in this training camp practice was very heavy run oriented in the team periods when they were towards the middle of the field you saw like i said khalil herbert david montgomery artavis pierce guys like that really getting a lot of the reps and rush running the football just to see how the rush game the run game looks uh really in the middle of the field but obviously when you got into the red zone drills and more of the seven on sevens course you're going to be passing more and i think that's where the offense really had the most success in those types of settings because when it came to having a pass rush and having to face that defensive line that front seven for the bears yeah it it, oh it went advantage defense and it really that's no surprise i think for a majority of this camp that's what it's looked like and actually something that i forgot to mention just in my observations to begin practice early on uh just getting to what see sean desai kind of work and just work with his guys um the defensive line was just they were kind of in their individual periods and sean decides with the defensive line kind of next to akeem hicks and they're working on just their their get-offs uh, off the line of scrimmage and look the defensive linemen in their three-point stance and sean decides in his two-point stance and they're they're all competing and you know just running against each other but sean decided did that for every single defensive lineman he would run back uh, he would go with one rep with Akeem Hicks, Bilal Nichols, and then run back and get to the second unit, third unit, and just kind of, you know, really showing that energy. And the defense is, I think, just really grasped that. And you've seen it throughout these practices, whether it's in the, you know, turnover basket or turnover bucket and, you know, dunking on it and stuff like that, or just getting turnovers and celebrating them. Sean Desai has had a good influence on this this defense for sure. Um, with that being said, I mean, really, this it was, I would say, I don't know, more of a laid-back practice. There wasn't too much going on, and maybe that's a good thing, bad thing, but the Bears do have the Miami Dolphins who will be here at Hallis Hall in, you know, next week. And I think there's a lot to obviously be worked on, and there's a lot to be addressed on that offensive line because when you have as many guys that are down right now and having to – you know have the starting offensive line you know just have guys that normally would not be starting that's going to be you know an issue if that persists into week one or you know even further than that but other than that you guys really not too much to report on today but again i think we have to see what happens after maybe after this day off hopefully we'll get some guys that come back and are feeling healthy again but that's really it and not unless anybody has any kind of questions in the chat i might just end this one early and i'm not really seeing anything so far which hey not a problem but just kind of looking scrolling through these notes one last time to make sure 
really not forgetting anything here. It looks like that's really about it. Oh, I guess one, I don't know if you even mentioned this, but yeah, no, after the, the team setting, team periods, Khalil Herbert was the main person getting the primary punt returner role there. But other than that, you guys, that was really all that happened on day 10 of Bears training camp. Defense wins again. Um, what do you think of Justin Fields? Has he gotten better? Yeah, so for the comment there, I do believe that, um, especially after his very first day. Justin Fields has shown just – it's not just the throws that he's making. It's the decisions that he's making too. I know I noted in a couple of you know podcasts before this, it's like knowing that he, he can live another down and there was a screen pass. He just didn't – he didn't throw it to – I think it was Jesse James, the, the tight end who was intended for the screen because he knew it would have been a tackle, tackle for loss in minus three to four yards. And he throws it at the tight end's feet or – it's it's like smart things like that to know that you can go to second ten as opposed to second and fourteen. But I would definitely say Justin Fields has gotten better. You see it not only just in the throws that he's making, but also decisions that he's making. And then, like I talked about earlier, the athleticism and that the physical gifts that he has of thr- throwing those sidearm passes. You you match you combine that with hopefully his level of just learning this offense more and more each and every day, each and every rep, and applying that to game-like scenarios, then you have something there. But he is making strides in the right direction for sure, and I'm you know, positive that once they, once even the, the Bears kind of scrimmage against the Miami Dolphins, you'll see some of those aspects come out in those practices. And I know a lot of the guys are excited for it. It was, I think it was, it was Desmond Trufant who spoke to the media after practice was like you know he's just gonna ball and just do his thing and he's not worried about too much of him being overwhelmed by it he he knows that he's he can make all the throws he's very smart and knows how to make the right plays and really looking forward to seeing how the spares team can you know just match up against another opposing team and then obviously in the preseason game that will be next saturday so that'll be interesting to watch for sure and then last one does montgomery look faster he does and I noted that before they went into pads, and now that they have him, he does look faster. He also just looks so much he, – he's, his route running has improved. He just looks fluid. He looks really fluid in it. So you can tell that he has worked a lot on that aspect of his game in the offseason, translating so far in this Bears training camp. But that's going to do it for this podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in and watching this. Um, I will be at practice on Tuesday. Because like I said, the Bears are off tomorrow. But yeah, continue to follow the Chicago Audible at the Chicago Audible on Twitter. Myself at Nicholas Moriano. I'll be there for the rest of training camp. So make sure you tune in and following all of the covers that will follow. But until next time, bear down, Chicago. Bear down.